The Lord be with you. I think of it as one of the perks of the profession of minister that I actually get to be with people in the ups and downs of life, to be with people on the mountaintops and to be with them in the valleys. I, I, I think of it as holy ground, to be with people in the extremities of life and to experience God's presence and, and to learn a little bit more about God and to learn a little bit more about the mystery of suffering. I'm going to share with you today a brief scripture from the Old Testament book of Job, whose name is, well, it's synonymous with suffering and with all the questions that go with suffering and, and, and what we might learn from suffering. First, a word or two about the book of Job. As we learn from the book of Job that his suffering is not, it is not the result of sin in his life but that the most godly people will in fact experience suffering. And like Job, they probably won't know why they suffer. But we see how God does work all things together for good for those who love him. The book of Job is a, is a long book. It's, it's 42 chapters long in, in which we see Job wrestling with God, complaining to God, struggling with God, and and as Job suffers, not knowing why he suffers, we come to chapter 42, the final chapter. We come to that point before Job knows that God is going to end his suffering, before Job knows that God is going to restore twice what Job has lost, we, we see that Job's focus has become clear. That through his suffering, Job has come to a greater understanding of God and a greater understanding of himself. Job chapter 42, verse 5, Job prays to God. I heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. This is what has happened with Job through his suffering, through his questioning, through his struggling with God. I heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. This is obviously poetic language. It's metaphorical language. As, as Job talks about the hearing of his ear and his eye seeing God. When Job talks about what he has heard of God by the hearing of his ear, well, he's talking about what others have told him about God. It was at a very dark time in my own life that, that, that I came to the realization that, that most everything I believed about God, well, that's what others had told me about God. What I'd heard in sermons, what I'd read in books, it was, well, it was hearsay. It was secondhand. It reminds me of a story that the missionary statesman E. Stanley Jones tells of a day that he was in a used bookstore and he sees a sign over several volumes of books, and the sign says, Second-hand Theology for Sale. And E. Stanley Jones says that that day, he determined that he never wanted a second-hand theology, that he never wanted to just know of God what others had told him, but he wanted to know God for himself. And I think that is something of what Job is talking about here. I heard of you by the hearing of the ear. 
But you know, when, when we suffer, and we don't understand why, that that's when we've got to really know God for ourselves, to, to know God firsthand. What Job has heard of God from others, well, it, it's led him to some false thinking about God and about the way God works. And so Job can say, I heard of you by the hearing of the ear. That was before his great suffering. But now, but now my eye sees you. In his suffering, he can say, but now my eye sees you. Again, this is poetry. It's metaphor. It's symbolic language. It's, it's Job is not saying that he actually saw God with his physical eye, but he's saying that he has come to greater spiritual insight as if, as if he really saw God. He's come to a deeper, more intimate knowing of God as he sees that God knows what he is doing, even if Job doesn't know. Some of the happiest, most fulfilling years of my life was the years I was a chaplain for hospice and then a chaplain for Mayo Hospital. And, and, and I say that because I, I, I got to be with people who in their suffering had become able to say, I had heard of God secondhand by the hearing of my ear, but now, but now my eye sees God. Now I really know the love and wisdom of God. As people realize that they know God in a greater way than they did before their suffering. Even though the mystery of suffering is not fully understood, they, they, they've come to a greater trust in God and in the love of God. At the end of the book of Job, Job feels he has come to a place of privilege, a place where he had never been before. As he has seen God, as he has spiritually seen what he had never seen before. Job at this point has lost everything to find that he has God. At this point, Job has stopped asking why, because he doesn't need to know why, because he knows God. He knows God for himself and not secondhand. And that's what suffering can do in our lives as we come to know God in a deeper, more intimate way. I cannot help but think here of the beloved shepherd psalm, Psalm 23, that begins talking about the shepherd in the third person, how the shepherd, he leads me, he guides me, he cares for me. But it is when David comes to the valley of the shadow of death, notice that David stops talking about the shepherd third person. He begins talking to the shepherd. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. That is my prayer for you today, as, as you might be suffering, as you might be wrestling with God that you will know God's presence with you, that God's presence will become more real to you than ever before, that you can say with Job, I heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now, now my eye sees you. I am Tim Smith, a fellow traveler. Thanks for listening. Until next time.